Welcome to Smashing Game Time. We are three brothers that go through gaming's back catalog of yesteryear. It is day two of Game of the Year so far, or as I call it and everyone else calls it, hashtag Godiso. No, no, one's no, one, no, no one's calling Godiso. It's Just stop. It's Godiso time, baby. Uh, if you were here yesterday, we went through three categories. We've got three categories for you today as well. We've got best box, we've got best new dev, and we've also got best moment. Some housekeeping up front. We are Trident Network Podcast. Go check our siblings out over there. Go listen to us wherever you get your podcast. Fuck the algorithms. Tell a friend. Do that. That's awesome. Well, how do how do you guys feel about day one? How do you feel after day one? Let's hear. I want to hear the live. I want to hear the live reactions. Um, to be honest, I'm glad it's over with because we got the hardest category over with. Well, second hardest category, the music. What's, what's the hardest? The music. Oh, the hardest uh, game of the year. Yeah, so what this is all about. Hard. I feel no, like that's what this is all about, though. From a production standpoint and an editing standpoint, editing standpoint, the music one is probably the hardest. But I do, yeah, the game of the year so far is probably the hardest, just from a getting it recorded, getting the conversation down. So I, pre- Josh, I appreciate you looking out. I appreciate you realizing how hard we got it here. I mean, I think we had to sit there and listen to each song, and we had like twenty songs on there. But they were all bangers. Back firewall. No, that is now my ringtone. I, I'm not saying that it it was. They weren't all bangers. I'm saying it's just the hardest because we have to sit there. Like if we had to, if for the best moments, if you had the actual visuals for it and made us watch it, it'd be up there. Who said I don't? Maybe I do. You don't. You I don't. don't. I don't. And that's that's my favorite thing about best moment is that it's gonna be on the person who brought it for the category to really sell everyone else on it so that'll be fun but before we do that let's get into our first category though if you are listening sorry this one's a little more on the visual side go check out the video if you have the time not if you're driving though because that is sketchy don't do that best box i mean do games even come in boxes anymore josh yes they do well I mean, That's like, only if what, you didn't buy a digital copy or play on PC. Yeah, I would say, when's the last time you guys bought a digital or a physical copy? Uh, Titanfall. Death Stranding, technically, for me, I guess. I think mine was Titanfall. Yeah. I so, mean, I still buy. I mean, I literally have a whole cabinet of physical copies of games. Oh, you know, so. I lied. I bought. I bought a physical copy of Zelda. And Metroid yeah. Prime Remastered. So yeah, I'm still I'm still buying physical. It's out there. But this category is it's not about gameplay. It's not about music. It's not about story. It is the box. Let's get into the box. We've got 20 contenders here. I'm gonna read them all off. And boys, I mean, this is the closest to a beauty pageant we're gonna get in this show. All right. So the entrants are Bleak Sword DX, Return, Mr. Sun's Hat Box, Moon Leap. Street Fighter 6, Dredge, Nine Years of Shadow, Hi-Fi Rush, The Last Spell, Blanc, Have a Nice Death, Final Fantasy 16, Humanity, Dave the Diver, Wild Hearts, Octopath Traveler, Minecraft Legends, The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom, Atone Hearts of the Elder Tree, Heart of the Elder Tree, and Dead Island 2. These all, all these boxes look really pretty. Uh, I'll go through and give a quick description of each. 
Uh, Bleak Sword has a little 2D, like, kind of knight-looking guy uh, standing back to us with a skeleton, kind of a, like a, what, what would you call that, a lichen? No, I would say more like a minotaur almost. Eh, it's, it's, it's the, um, in The Probably Witcher, like it's, ogre, the, I guess. it's the skeleton-looking thing that you find in the woods in the South Swamp. Forget what it's called. Return's got a spaceman standing in a green in a green clouded sky. Mr. Sun's hat box has a little round guy carrying a present over a mountain with a bunch of other weird characters around him. Moonleap has a little moon guy with a star plant in front of him with a bunch of blue and purple around him. Purple being shrubs. He's got little snails around him. Street Fighter 6 is just Luke looking cool. Dredge is a boat surrounded by some skanky looking fish. And a lighthouse. Nine Years of Shadow has the uh, main character. I, her name escapes me, but surrounded by color. Hi-Fi Rush is the cast. Bouncing around, doing crazy shit. The last spell is metal as fuck. Uh, it's pink, it's blue, it's purple. It's red and orange at the bottom. It, it's a knight attacking the undead as they come at him. It's very, the drawing's very sharp. Uh, I love the contrast of that next to Blanc, which is just a white fawn and a black wolf pup staring at each other in a snowy field. Have a nice death is the Grim Reaper holding a cup of coffee. Final Fantasy 16. Josh, describe this one for me. Yeah, this this is uh, Clive, the main character, standing uh, forefront behind the fiery shadows of the Phoenix and uh, Ifrit. Okay. I like that Phoenix design. It's really nice. (laughs) Humanity is your spirit dog standing over a big crowd of faceless people. Dave the Diver is just a big old diver. A big old pixelated diver just standing there. Wild Hearts is a gigantic wolf staring down. I imagine it's a protagonist character. Uh, Very colorful. Some oranges, some pinks in there, some blues. Octopath Octopath Traveler 2 has an RPG party uh, around a fire with a beautiful night sky above it. There's some greens, there's some oranges, there's some blues. I don't know if you notice a trend. There's a lot of blue and orange in all these. Minecraft Legend is a bunch of Minecraft characters. Again, blues and oranges. Tears of the Kingdom is Link on the edge of an island staring down. Don't jump, Link. Don't do it. A tone is blue, like a blue backdrop with the main character standing between two characters coming at each other like it's a Dragon Ball Z fight. And Dead Island 2 has a main character holding a katana in a pool raft, uh, sitting in the middle of a pool with a zombie arm coming out at him and some zombies in the background, and there's some pine trees. Beautiful vacation-esque scene. Guys, who's hot? Who's not? Um, I think we can get rid of Dave the Diver. You think so? Dave just looks so happy. Well, Dave is going to be unhappy because he's going to go back to his day job, which is diving. He's he's about to drown. He, uh, Yeah, yeah, it's very minimalist. It can go. It just... (laughs) It's so stupid. But the fact that this game is making its rounds is crazy. So bye, Dave the Diver. We... Thank you for thank you for coming out. You did not and, win the swimsuit. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and throw in Minecraft Legends as well, because uh, they're doing the stereotypical. I say I call it the Star Wars poster. Oh, it's the it's the Hollywood it's the it's the meta in Hollywood posters right now. You have yeah. all the normal faces, the big faces of the series. Uh, there's some blue. There's some orange. The words are like down towards the middle. And usually yeah. you have one character who you don't see their face, but they're like the central, like, oh, this is the cho- chosen one. Type I, I feel like I'm going to a Marvel movie 
to like uh, I know for a fact it's gonna fail Marvel movie. I can I can see getting rid of it. It's just it looks like Minecraft, honestly, like I Minecraft agree. meta movie. Yes. Uh, let's see if we scroll up. Josh, is, does this Final Fantasy one? I mean, I when I saw you no. put it. When I saw you put it up, I was like, this just looks like a Final Fantasy-ass no, cover. I, I didn't put I it up. Put Jake it up. Did. Oh, I Jake put did? Well, whoever yeah. put it up. When I saw it, I was just like, it's it's okay. I mean, if we were going for like the the special edition uh, metal, steel metal case that they gave out, that was cool. This, don't get me wrong, it's nice, but compare, like, if I'm going to compare it to, in my opinion right now, just seeing all this, my number one is probably the last spell. Yeah. It's metal as fuck, and it's I love it. So fucking metal. And I honestly, wish it was higher res. I might make that bigger one. I might start to make them bigger once we whittle them down a little here. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> honestly, I even think Blanc looks really good. Like it, it's just it's simple, but yet it's so elegantly beautiful in the black and white. Well, and I also think the fact that it's like right next to like a complicated one that you appreciate it a little more. You're like, oh, yeah. like that's so fucking simple. I love that. Final yeah, Fantasy. I think. When Final I think Fantasy of Final Fantasy covers, yeah, I think it can go. When I think of Final Fantasy covers, I think the most renowned one that everyone looks back at fondly is Cloud staring at the Mako factory. Oh, you mean? Oh no, he has one. Josh. <laughs> 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 no, kidding yes, me. I have one. So yeah, him looking up at that. I don't think other than that, there's really no Final Fantasy box that's really done it for me. 10-2 might be the closest just because it kind of has like that pop star feel to it. Oh, Nick, you just wanted to see Yuna in all the different outfits. You little Stop creep. Stop it. I like, creep. I like creeping. I like collecting the outfits. Leave me alone. Yeah. Jake, how do you feel? Mixed cosplay. Um, what I like about this one is that it shows like the main focus of the story, which is obviously your character, but also the uh, the summonings. They're, they're not whether well, Aeons. They're not Aeons. I, I icons icons well it shows that but like doesn't really like describe what they are it's just oh hey these beasts like that's the main well let me let me go back like, and focus let me go back and better define the category this is just this is just the box like this is like if we were at a store and we were walking past all these which one would get you to pick it up or which probably like, last spell that's what i'm saying we're whittling these down to the top three does final fantasy 16 make your top three when you look through all these no i would say top five but top three no if i so if i had to pick a top three right now what what well, hold on hold on don't get ahead of us we've got we've got plenty of time yeah here what's that here nick let's come back to final fantasy 16 yeah let's go up so i i think return can go because it's also very generic yeah it's a guy standing there it's a solo dev i just really appreciated that even it reminded me this reminded me a lot of you guys remember that movie prospect from 2008 with yeah. uh with uh what's his name from the last of us oh i'm blanking oh pedro pascal you might not but it reminds me of that i like it that's why it stands out to me i'm okay with getting rid of it i'm also okay with getting rid of bleak sword dx uh, it's not the only game with a sword on it, but it's probably the most boring. <laughs> Honestly, Nick, I think that whole top row right there can probably go. Uh, hold on. You guys really <laughs> in a hurry to get rid of everything. Let's have a conversation. Yeah, I don't like Luke. Yeah, I, I like Luke, and I like that he's the main focus. I wish there were more covers with, like, other people. Because how many, how, many time, how many times do we get Street Fighter? Is it, like, every... 
like six or seven years before a new Street Fighter. Is well, I mean, not everybody can be, not everybody can be uh, 2K, so we can't have like three variations or three different editions of just, you know 2K you, or Street Fighter 2K. Well, you know, I'm gonna call bullshit because Octopath Traveler 2 actually has. I was looking it up. This is the main one, but you they have they like, have like five, right? Five or six of like, I mean, if there's a character you like, they have that character's cover, yep. which is really. I cool. mean, there's a lot of games that have like at least two. Right. I mean, most of them either have. Uh, one version, or they have a international, which is usually like a European version, or uh, and and or an American version. I think Street Fighter Six can go. Luke is cool. It just it. Other than that, like I'm I'm already there for the game. I don't need Luke hyping me up. So I hate Luke. He's I like Luke. A huge pain in the ass. He was a crossover in Brawlhalla, and everyone played him because his hitboxes were broken. Like he would hit you, but it wouldn't like show animation wise that it would like, Ubisoft and hit hitboxes working? No. Jake, did you play as Luke? No, I actually don't even I don't even have Luke as a like I didn't buy that. I wasn't gonna waste my money. Oh you had to buy it, okay. Yeah. It's a, it's a crossover skin. Uh and like I said before, Bleak Sword's okay to go. It looks cool. I like that it didn't use the blue and orange that everyone else is using, but it's okay to go. Uh, Moonleaf, uh, Moonleaf's just a little cute guy. Kind of gives me, I don't know, just simple platformer vibes. It's not it gonna like, make yeah. my top. It's not gonna make my top three, so I'm okay with it going. It looks like Pajama Sam. You know what? It does kind of look like Pajama Sam. I didn't even realize that. No, it's like, oh hey, this is you're gonna play him. Oh, you have all these wacky characters that you're gonna come across in this game. Don't let that co- hey, don't let that cover fool you. It's a tough game. Uh, same for Nine Years of Shadow. I kind of wish they would have played with the "Hey, the color is gone" motif more here in the cover. I know we're not really putting the aspects of the game into what we're judging here. I just feel like this could have been better. This is a, a very pretty game. I thought it, this could be a prettier box. Uh, let's see here. Let's scroll down. Let's see who's left. We got Mr. Sun's Hat Box, Dread, Hi-Fi Rush, The Last Spell, Blanc. Have a nice death. Final Fantasy 16, Humanity, Wild Hearts, Octopath Traveler 2, Tears of the Kingdom, Atone, Heart of the Elder Tree, and Dead Island 2. I think these bottom five, I think each one of these is a contender. I think if there's a weak sauce one here, it's Zelda. Personally? I think a Dead Island's a weak one. You think so? I, I would agree. I think Dead Island's the weakest. I think I think Dead Island really catches like it catches the vibe of Dead Island though. I mean you could argue these all catch their vibe, but Dead Island 2 just you like remember when the Dead Island 1 trailer came out, everyone's like, this is gonna be a serious fucking game. You Far know? from it. And then I think I don't think the box really evoked what hey i use that word a lot i don't think the box really delivered that i think when you look at this one you know oh hey this is probably going to be a wacky dead island game but if you guys both aren't feeling it i'm okay with cutting it i still think it's a good looking box i mean the box makes me think oh they took forever to make this shitty game yeah i do it is crazy that it disappeared for the longest time and then they're like oh it's it's here and it i does, still think that they're no, good it does sound like people are mixed on if they like it or not. I still need to play it. 
I still crack up thinking that uh, Ghost Simulator 3 made fun of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, they made the the spoof trailer. It yeah. was basically the frame for frame, the almost the frame same Frame for frame in their engine, yeah. I thought it was mm-hmm. fucking hilarious. All right, so then there were 12. Yeah, we got 12 left. Hey, we did a, we got it from 20 to 12 pretty fast there. Uh, what are we thinking, boys? Uh, if I run down these, let me run down a few, and let me tell you my piece for them. Mr. Sun's Hatbox does a really good job of evoking chaos. There's characters yelling. The central figure on the box has this panicked look on his face. It's colorful. It does the red and orange. It does the blue and orange thing that everyone else is doing. But there's other color in there. There's green. There's mountains. There's all these whimsical characters that kind of get. It kind of gives you like almost a Pokemon vibe because they all look completely different. Uh, Dredge. It's, a, it's another blue-orange um, asshole. But it's kind of, I don't know, it's kind of got a brownish to it, don't you guys think? I don't, don't see where think? you get the, like, the orange only comes from the top of the White House. I don't see where else you're coming up with the orange. The, uh, like, the orange is the sky, like, underneath the clouds. Like, it, it looks more brown, but they're still, they're still doing, it may not be, like, a true blue-orange scale contrast thing. But they're doing it. They're just darker hues here. What I don't like about Dredge is it looks like your generic, like, oh, hey, I, here's here's $10, make me a logo kind of thing. Like you went to Fiverr? Yeah. I think they could have, I think they could have leaned on the Cthulhu. The Cthulhu Lovecrafting stuff a little more. I was bring, making the box a little bigger to see if I'd cut some of that out. There's a little bit of it in there, but not a whole lot. There's only hintings at it. Maybe, I don't know, maybe if they leaned on like the purple a little, maybe leaned on like a, the color purple and set some point or something. Because I think the fish and the octopus there are trying, but it's not enough to really bring out that side of the game. So I if think I'm, they could have got a more like a grayscale almost. So if I'm like, if I'm, yeah, that too, because if I'm a dumb fuck and I don't think this has a physical release, but if I'm walking past this and I see the boat in the lighthouse, I'm thinking, oh, it's just a fishing game. So I just I totally... it looks like murder mystery at this point. Yeah, it's like a point and click horror game. All right. So I'm okay with getting rid of dreads if you guys are. Yep. Well, yep. All right. Uh, Hi-Fi Rush. It's not my favorite. It's not my personal favorite. It is cool that they fit all the characters on there they do a good job of not spoiling it either because there's some there's some stuff that happens that would make that there be more characters on here um i don't know i think i think hi-fi rush can go even though it's a good looking one it's simple it's clean even though it's pretty chaotic i just like something that has all of its characters on it where they're not like looking at the camera like it's a fucking marvel poster or a star wars poster this is just like a Disney poster, honestly. Yeah, I would say it's kind of like a Paw, Paw Patrol kind of thing. <laughs> How many Paw Patrol posters are you guys looking at? I'm looking I'm at one going right. based off I'm looking color. at one now. Josh has enough. Josh, with two <laughs> posters in a row, covering. He's covering. He's a Pawler. Mm. I'm more like a Brony, personally. <laughs> okay, so we're down to 10. We're down to Mr. Sun's Hatbox, The Last Spell, Blanc, Have a Nice Death, Final Fantasy 16, Humanity, 
Wild Hearts, Octopath Traveler 2, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, and Atone, Heart of the Elder Tree. I think Atone can go. It's simple. Like, it's very, it's very, very simple poster. And I'm, I'm a big fan of Less is More. I do think there could be a little more here. Like, the trees, I just rec- recognize the trees in the background, and they're just kind of flayed around, kind of. I think if the trees are a little more impactful in the background, it matches the art style of the game. But again, this is like, if I'm walking past this and I see it, I'm like, eh. Yeah, there's a female protagonist. Too, too much blue, not enough orange. <laughs> God damn it, Josh. Josh is playing <laughs> that orange game. Josh is like, I want the blue and orange, damn it. I've heard play that game. Give it to me. Don't half-ass it. Give me the blue and orange, you son of a bitch. I think Octopath Travelers 2 can be taken off. I I think that's a really good-looking one. Like, I have not played Octopath Traveler 2, and I included I games on here that we haven't played because, again... I have played game. it. I reviewed it. You reviewed it? Oh, my God, you did. That's right. But I'm what I'm saying is when I looked up this box and I saw this, I was like, oh, fuck, I kind of want to play this. I think it's just a generic... It looks like something you would see at, like... You go to the principal's office or you're in the counselor's office and you use your little pamphlet for summer camp. That's what, I, that's what you get right there. No, you don't. That is not in a summer yeah, camp I don't know pamphlet. About summer camp. A summer camp I feel pamphlet like that would be... is people smiling at each other. There might be a beanbag being tossed. There ain't, there ain't those. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What are, the, what are these people? Are they sitting around a fire? I see them dancing. Possibly some food in there. Maybe s'mores. No, but, look, 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 look. When I see this cover... I think of your there's a generic piece of art in your art teacher's classroom. I don't I don't see that. I don't that. know where you guys are getting that from. Like I see I I see this and I see I see this RPG party sitting in front of a fire. Like if I know Octopath Traveler if I'm aware of the name I'm like, "Oh shit, that's your party. That's really cool. These characters are coming together." But if if but I have no Nick, idea what if, if I have no idea what I'm looking at, it's still a beautiful fucking box. Like none none of what you guys said came to my mind at all when I first saw that, and that's when I put this up on this page. Yeah, but it's two against one, so yeah. I'm still I'm Monkey. still gonna fight for it staying for now. So, uh, Wild Hearts. I you like know. it. I mean, I like it, but. It, 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 to me, it, it honestly, it kind of throws off like a Shadow of the Colossus type deal. Doesn't give you a doesn't give you a camping pamphlet, Josh. I believe there's a picture in the pamphlet. <laughs> you know, campers not being to attacked. feed the wildlife. <laughs> Do not feed being the attacked by a wolf. <laughs> <laughs> it's you see the, like the campgrounds master like doing like spying in the background. You see kids being mauled to death by a fucking giant tiger and the parent the parent that just had to go see their kid in the principal's office again picked up this pamphlet looked at it and was like oh this looks nice (laughs) and they put it in their put it in their suit pocket uh it can stay for now humanity i it's not the best thing i'm i like the dog i like the faceless people i it's not yeah it's okay what it reminds me of, it looks like something like you would see on like some billboards, like "Stay off social media, man." Like see, now like that's that. the first thing someone has said. Where I'm like, yeah, I can see that. I mean, to me, it looks more like an inspirational poster. Go against the wind, Josh. I don't know where the fuck you're seeing all your shit. Go against the wind. <laughs> okay, man. so they're all facing to the right. He's facing to the left. 
Go your own way. Go your own way. See, that's better. Go against the wind. That's better, Josh. I think humanity can be cut, though, unless one of you that's, wants to keep it. No, that's fair. Cut it. All right. We got to get to three. We got to make some sacrifices here. I've made I plenty already. still think Zelda can go. It, it's a fine box that's art. That's fine. It's cool that you can line it up against uh, Breath of the Wild and have it kind of match up perfectly, which is pretty cool. But I just, it's cut it. not even the best Zelda box art I've ever seen. Just cut it. Just cut it. Just get rid of it. Just cut it. Just get rid we, of it. I, we got. We gotta get to three guys, and we're. I'm at this point. I'm fine. The harsh brother. I'll be the harsh brother. Be the harsh bro. He's the harsh bro. I think Mr. Sun's hat box can go. Yeah, I think I'm gonna be the only one that's here for it, and I'm not willing to fight for it like I am Octopath Traveler. Like me and Octopath Traveler right now. Like Octopath is that kid I don't know in school, but I hear someone talking shit about him, and I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm gonna find out later on that Octopath Traveler is like a total piece of shit or something. <laughs> I mean, it's a great game. But, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Like Octopath Traveler, after I've defended him, is like, hey, I'm gonna go kill this kitten in my backyard. This kitten in my backyard. Oh, Do you wanna come with me? <laughs> oh no! I what have I done? You. I backed you. Uh, Mr. Sun's hat box can go. Um, man, this is tough. We've got some contenders. I still think Final Fantasy 16 can go, but it sounds like Jake's gonna put the brakes on that. So, so you go and hold it's on. A top five. It's a top five, but I also want to say that the uh, Have a Nice Death kind of looks like like a, a spoof. It's not something I would want to pick up. Okay, yeah, and I, I think it does play on the spoof side of things. And looking at it, one thing I'm not crazy about on it, if you look, so you got the Grim Reaper down here in the middle, but if you look up at the logo, it's also got the Grim Reaper with a coffee cup. So it's got that double thing going on where it's like, you don't really need that Grim Reaper and the logo up there because you have them up here. I understand you mm -hmm. want to have the logo on the box, but that drives me crazy when people do that. And I know, I know you could argue the same thing for Blanc with the way they do the C, but that's cute. That's cute. That's at, that's a letter. They made it a letter. They used their negative space. That's just them adding a silhouette of the Grim Reaper into the logo. Can it? It's just a personal design thing that drives me nuts. Okay, so I, I want to bring this up right now. Uh-oh. I think we're all in agreement that last spell, or the last spell, is definitely going to be in the top three. That's right? why, yeah, that's why we haven't talked about it at all, because we, we right. all know. We all know it's a fan. I mean, it's, a, it's it's out of nowhere. It's fantastic. I don't know if you guys also noticed though, but we have two Square Enix games in this lineup. What? No. One has to go eventually. So they could both they could both stay though. If we end right, up but so that's what I'm saying. Do we do we go ahead and talk about Wild Hearts and Blanc? Because technically, those are what I mean. Let's face it. It's it's who's getting second, who's getting third right now. Damn, is the last spell about to clean up Godi so? It's about to clean up Is the, the last spell about to clean up Godi so? It's about to clean up. I beat a boss this afternoon. Not, not that. And not I that fell in love with the game even name. more. I was like, oh, yeah, this game. So, Nick, why Blanc? Why is Blanc on here, like in top five right now? Why, why did it beat everything else up to this point? Blanc is peaceful. If I'm walking through. If I'm walking through Target, and let's say Blanc has a physical copy, and I'm walking with Lane, my wife, for those who don't know, if I'm walking with Lane, and let's say all five of these games are sitting there, 
the one that she's going to fucking be drawn to is Blanc. And I'm also kind of drawn to it, too, because it's cute. It's got a little wolf pup on it. It's got a little baby deer on it. They're not There's no... There's no use of color here. They're just completely depending on that relationship between the animals in um, on the cover. And they've got the wolf above the pup. Or I'm sorry, the wolf pup above the deer. So they're playing with like different levels. And I, you know, I it wasn't an art major, so I can't fucking talk on that. Talk on like, oh, well, this line went here and they did this and that and that. But like, if you just look at it, you've already, you already know what you're in for. You know oh shit, these two animals are going to be working together. The C up there is in the shape of the deer and the wolf kind of putting their heads together. It's beautiful. It's it's a piece of fucking art. Jake, well, um, let's go to its sequel, uh, Wild Hearts, where the wolf is about to kill uh, its friend's murderer, the wait, hunter. Wait, is there a dead wolf on here? In Wild Hearts, there's a giant fucking wolf looking at the hunter that killed the doe from Blanc. <gasps> Okay, I see what so you're it's doing a sequel. there. I see what you're yeah. doing there. So, Jake, why why the sequel? Why is the sequel better? What Wild Hearts? Yes. Better than what? Blanc. Actually, I like Blanc. I like do the you... whole C thing. The C thing gets me. So, so do you think Wild Hearts can go then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're down to four. Hey. But Nick's copy of Blanc ha- is has a brown stain in it. For me wiping my ass on it. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, so top four guys. Um, well, second and third place. Who are they going to? All right, so here, for, for those listening at home, the four remaining are The Last Spell, Blanc, Final Fantasy 16, and Octopath Traveler 2. Not where I thought we'd end up. I thought there'd be some other games on here. I knew, I like when I first saw Last Spell, I was like, "Yeah, this is staying." Blanc, I kind of had an idea. Kind of had an idea that it would at least be in the top five. I didn't think it'd reach this far. And then everything else, I was like, "This is so up in the air." Looking at it now, personally, in my opinion, I think Final Fantasy sixteen can go, and then the the what's left in that order. Yeah, I think Final Fantasy can go. You don't, you, you're not backing that dog, Jake? Nah, I've seen so many Final Fantasy covers. Okay. So we're thinking, okay, so final, there, let me make everybody big. I'm going to make everybody big. That's what she said. Yes, she that's did. Not gonna I got two. I got two in one episode. I wanted them all to be next to each other. I, I'll, I'll, put a, I'll put a higher res up on here later, but all right. So, then we are agreed that it's The Last Bell, Blanc, and then Octopath Traveler 2. Yes. Which I couldn't mm-hmm. find a version of it without the Nintendo Switch logo on it. I believe that. <laughs> which drives me crazy. Is it is it Switch exclusive? No, I had I played it on the PS5. Okay. Could you play, could you play it on your phone, too? Maybe uh, I think one. so, actually, yeah. Now you got me wanting to look into it. All right. So, yeah, it's not the highest res on my computer. It looks fine on the pull-up. But... With, uh, for best box art slash best cover, since who does boxes anymore, we've got The Last Spell in first place. And then behind it, we've got Blanc. And coming in the rear is Octopath Traveler 2 with its beautiful campfire site. Guys, look at that. We already got through the first category. All right, next category. We have best, in air quote, new dev slash they're new to me, damn it. 
This one is going to go to a dev with the best premiere game. So I say premiere. Let's call it major release. Yeah. Because some of these devs. So like, for example, one of them, uh, their game that came out a few weeks ago was a big release, but they've had other games on like in game jams or uh, that are browser only. But as far as we know, these are their first big games. So this is kind of like the, hey, ma, I made it moment. All right. So let's see here. Best new devs and the contestants are, <laughs> the nominees are, Undead Unicorn with Return, Black Salt Games with Dredge, Gusselect with Moonleap, Half Asleep with Melatonin, Ishtar Games with The Last Spell, <laughs> Mega Womble with uh, Little Gator Game, uh, Mateus Lindo with Chained Echoes, and The Limited, I'm guessing that's how you pronounce that. I don't think it's The LTD, with Humanity. We are not putting the last spell in first right away, guys. I know that's the, <laughs> the immediate thing everybody wants to do. So I will actually go ahead and back up a different game. They probably won't expect this. Melatonin. Yeah, actually, I was going to say that too. Melatonin was pretty good. Did you guys uh, both- I- I, after watching you play it, Nick, I actually picked it up and played it too. And it was actually it's it's a it's an unexpected game, but it's so relaxing. It's so well done. I mean, it's what is what is everyone's? I don't know how far you guys are, but what is everyone's least favorite uh, dream? Oh, I'm split between the I, video I, game one and the social media one. I mean, I've never. I don't know. They're all really fun. I think my favorite is the shopping one. The shopping one, like I got the beat down with like the swipe of the cards. It's just so sad. It's so satisfactory. Uh, I think the, I have to agree on the social media one. That pretty much sucked. The the jumps are hard. The jumps the jumps don't feel at times. So, I feel like I feel like every time, even if I time it right, it's never right. Yeah. For those for those that don't know, Melatonin is we talked about it a little bit yesterday. It is the game that everyone's comparing to Rhythm Heaven. You are dreaming, and your dreams all are basically different rhythm games, and you have these. So, like, for example, there's a food one. When the food's about to hit your mouth, that's when you hit the button, and it's coming at all these different rates. There's there's beats you follow in each one. Uh, so there's a food one where the food's being launched into your mouth while you're asleep, while you're sitting in a chair in the sky. There's one where you're shopping and just swiping the card every time an item pops up. And the music is catchy, and... I mean, the fact that this is a premiere game and everything is very dreamscape, everything's kind of got like a light hue to it, very pink and white, like just very, very cool game, very fun game, very turn your brain off, sit down and play a dream or two. And they've also got challenge modes that make the dreams a little harder. Like that food one I mentioned will like add clouds over your face so you can't see when you're supposed to eat. You kind of have to just assume when it's hitting and try to match it up there uh, by following the beat. So I think melatonin I mean, can stay. I like the whole, like catching the money one. It's like you put it in your pockets. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, that one reminds me of the gym one. And then also the, I think we talked about it a little bit yesterday, the office one where mm-hmm. like an email will come in and you have, you have to press the email button or a, an IM will come in and you have to respond to an IM and all these, all these job related things will happen and you have to hit, do a different button combination. I'm glad you guys played that game. I'm happy you did. I also think little Gator game can stay as well for now. I know this is, 
this is going to be my hill to die on. But I'd never played Breath of the Wild, so it took me a little bit to realize that it was a Breath of the Wild clone. But the, the coat of paint they put on it with, like, just it being a little gator trying to get his older sister who's in college to play with him and basically having to round up all his friends to make it a big game so she'll play. It's just a beautiful game. It's fun. You explore. You can't die. Like, you can float all the way up to the sky, like the highest point of the game, with a bubblegum bubble, pop it, fall all the way back to the ground, and be fine. It's just stupid sandbox fun. I like how... Did you test that out? <laughs> There's an achievement for going up all the way, and then also mm. uh, following... Also falling from the highest point. So there's, there's, yeah, it's an achievement thing, Jake. You should know this. Uh huh. Uh huh. Talking to the wrong brother. Uh, I Mate- get it, Mac. Mateus Linda is on here for Chained Echoes. This also came out in December. This guy is like weather. Like the game is great. It's a, it's an RPG ass RPG. There's betrayals. You were originally a bad guy. There's a princess pretending not to be a princess. There's an older guy who's like you're, he's the teller of let's let's be honest. He's the teller of the group. He's the red nine of the group. Uh, this guy's also had to weather all of the all the review bomb for the game, and I think he did it like a, I think he took it like a champ. So I'm not ready to cut him quite yet. Uh, Undead Unicorn. This is the first game with Return. It is a 2D side-scrolling Souls-like. It's fun. It's simple. When I think Souls-like, my brain automatically goes like, oh, this is going to be complicated. But you just need to know how to swipe and shoot and avoid and like s- predict enemy attacks and avoid them. I think we can cut Undead Unicorn, though. Because I don't think yeah. I'm going to sell it to you guys based on other stuff. Nope. Yeah. Can't, oh, yeah. can't sell me anything. Uh, I mean, Dredge, what can I say about Dredge? It's a good, it's a good fishing game with some, with interesting undertones of the Cthulhu stuff. There's a moment in it that I don't want to spoil here. I want to save it for a moment of the year, moment of the year so far when we do it. Uh, when I look down this list though, oh man, is Dredge really going to be the, the, um, Banshees of Inishirin here. <laughs> no. It's going to be nominated for everything and win nothing. But that's okay. It happens every year. It happens every, every year. Year. All right. We'll cut Dredge. Black Salt Games did an amazing job with that game, though. Uh, we probably also cut Gus Select here as well for Moon Leap. The thing I like about... You know, there's this thing I like about games that you don't need to be in full screen. Like Moon Leap is a game that you can put off in a corner of your window and just play it and maybe have like, maybe you're working on an essay on the thing or you're like paying bills and keeping track of a spreadsheet. I love games that you can do that shit in. I think Meat Boy, eh, Meat Boy is kind of tougher to do that in. But anytime there's a game where I can just ha- only have it take up part of the window and it still be so simple, I love that. That said, I don't think Moonleap's going to stick with some of the things that these other ones are doing. I know you guys have seen me play it a little bit, but yeah, I don't I I could say hey, it's Super Meat Boy, which it kind of is, but it's not like a fast-paced thing, it's a slower one, but I enjoyed it. Good job, Gus Select. I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, so we're down to 5. We've got Half Asleep with Melatonin, Ishtar Games with The Last Spell. 
Mega Wobble with Little Gator Game, Mateus Lindo with Chained Echoes, mm, excuse me, and Thought Limited with Humanity. So I kind of want to go back real quick to Chain Echoes because you said something and it made me go tilt my head for a minute. Can, can you explain the story real quick again, how you said it? Yeah. So it's an RPG-ass RPG mm-hmm. is how I started with it. Right. But this is a, I know there are probably other people that helped them, but this is a big-ass game. So there are two separate fighting systems in it. And I forget the exact name of the fighting system. I think it's called the Synchro System where you have a bar at the top. And you have, it's in the white, it's in the yellow, it's in the red. When it's in the yellow, all your attacks are perfect. When it's in the red, you're overcooked. And that means your uh, party is at a, is vulnerable. You're doing less damage and you have to do specific attacks to get that back down. So basically you're just trying to synchronize your team the best that you can. Mm -hmm. But not just that, there's, so you eventually get mechs. This is a fantasy game, but there's a lot of sci-fi in it. You get mechs and you kind of, you kind of have that system a little bit, but instead this time each mech has like its cooldown and its war- like ramp up. I'm, and I'm butchering the names on these. This is just what I remember from it. And so if, you're, if your mech is low, you jack up its level, hit the attacks, but then like the next turn, if you try to attack at that boosted level, you're going to go over and be more vulnerable. So that next turn, you have to take that back down a level and not attack or do a specific attack to bring it back down. You're still attacking. You're just, you're controlling these different bars. And it's, it's a lot of fun. So, so back to my original question then. How you explained it earlier, the story. You're the, the villain. Or you, you start out as the villain. Yeah, it's kind of like, like Cloud and them being eco-terrorists in the beginning. So, so go back. You... You used to be the bad guys. The princess pretends not to be a princess? Yes. You just described Final Fantasy IX. I've never played IX, so I couldn't tell you. You literally <laughs> just described IX. But for, for all the things it borrows story-wise from other games that have done it better or other games that have done it way before its time, there are things systems-wise that I feel are new, interesting, that it's trying Nick, I, I think me and Jake in agreement with Melatonin and Last Spell. So half asleep in Ishtar Games. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, you have the three left on here that you have to justify. And two of them have to go. Well, Chained Echoes is going to go, but I was just defending it, Josh. I know. I get it. I, this I is understand. A, this is democracy. This is a democracy, my good and, sir. And guess what? Me and Jake have put money underneath the table to each other. We've paid each other off. We know what we're going for. Yeah. Fucking lobbyist. All right, I'll cut Chained Echoes. Mateus, great job, dude. No, fantastic. Don't get me wrong. These are fantastic games. We have to pick three, though. We have to be smart about it. If I'm looking at these three, I'm looking at them right now. Half Asleep Melatonin, Ishtar Games, The Last Spell, Mega Wobble Little Gator Game, and The Limited with Humanity. Um, I think Humanity can go. As fun as it is, it does get aggravating. It's a puzzler through and through. It's fun. But I think I like the other three better. And that's that. All right, we have our three then. All right, so then what order? What order are we putting? Hey, that one went, that one went a lot better. Um, what order are we putting these in, boys? 
I kind of like the order we're in right now. Half asleep with melatonin. Mm-hmm. And the yep. Ishtar games. Do you not... Are you guys avoiding giving Last Spell first place because it's one, two categories already? I don't want that to be the thing. Well, so so just because we like the musical direction of it and the cover doesn't mean that they're the best new developer. They could have just said, dude, let's just make a game that I want or we want and built what they wanted. doesn't mean they're going to be the best new developers. I mean, their next game could easily flop. Right, but right. Melatonin, what I'm saying is I just don't want us to not give if, – if we think The Last Spell deserves – if we think Ishtar Games deserve first for The Last Spell – it's totally okay to do that. I don't want us to shy away from it because like, oh, they're winning everything. No. So in my opinion, Ishtar Games has made a solid game from how you sold it to us. However, I physically went out and bought Half Asleep's Melatonin. Do you see the difference there? And Melatonin was was one. Ah, where did I hear? I think it was a Steam Next Fest game at one point. Either I think it was last year. It was like this time last year and then it came out in december so um, the fact that yeah so you went out and did it bought it much much later i appreciate with melatonin you. melatonin is one of those games where like you could just chill and relax true like seriously no joke i'm pretty sure when i finally can get high again i'm literally gonna come back and play melatonin <laughs> have you played has anyone played it on the big screen their big screen yet uh-huh How's on? Have you played on the big screen? I have not, but I feel like it'd be it'd be a great one to play on the big screen. All right, so I'll, I'll let you know. Okay, all right. So it sounds like we've got in first place half asleep with melatonin, their their musical dreamy game. Second place is Ishtar Games with Last Spell, their uh, tactics game, their their rogue element tech survival game and then mega wobble with their breath of the wild like little gator game yeah i like that order it's a good order guys we did it yeah one more congrats oh god damn it <laughs> congrats to the winners next up is a best moment this could be a story beat in the game this could be just something that happened to you while you were playing that was like yeah that's cool that's crazy we've got a handful here so let's just get right into it Oh, by the way, before before I read these, spoilers, obviously, right? <laughs> yes. Spoilers. spoilers. Spoilers and best, the best moment category, you guys. All right. So let's see. We've got Master Koga Returns from in Tears of the Son Kingdom. Of a bitch. We've got Leaving the Island in Little Gator Game. We've got The Final Boss in Hi-Fi Rush. We've got Building a Penis in Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> The first yes. dive in Tears of the Kingdom. The final fight with Freya and Atone. The death of Yuri and Atone. The village, the sledding village in Blanc. The icon battles in Final Fantasy 16. Actual street fighting in Street Fighter 6. The walkout in Street Fighter 6. Slow-mo in Trepang 2, or Trepang Squared, depending on how you pronounce it. Stupid shit in Mr. Sun's hat box. Delivering a hat in Mr. Sun's hat box. The Cove Lights and Dredge, Katana Fights and Fortnite, Fist Bump and Marvel, Brad the Gargoyle and Have a Nice Death, Bingo in the Resident Evil 4 remake, and Office Antics and Have a Nice Death. Whew. Let me go through a few of these. A few of these that I think might make it, might not make it. We'll see. Uh, leaving the Island in Little Gator Games. So I kind of talked about it a little bit in that last category. 
little Gator games about your character Gator trying to get his older sister to play a game of like knights and knights in armor on this island. There are a bunch of other kids running around. The sister's got her laptop with her. She's working on a college project. And he's like, eh, I can't do it. I'm doing all this stuff for my group project. And so the whole game is you collecting all your friends to get a big game going. So, so she will like be forced to play because like the commotion will be too big for her not to play. And eventually you get everyone to play. She joins in. And then the game, like you think that's like the credits roll and you think, oh, that's it. That's all I'm going to get. Like she played and then she went back to work. Well, no, the game continues right after that because they want you to 100% the game, which is like destroying every cardboard creature, doing all the achievements, doing everything that you can. So you do that, and then the game chimes. It's like, oh, hey, it's nighttime. And so another cutscene comes up, and the sister's like, hey, like time to go. It's getting late. Mom and Dad are worried about us. We got to get off this island. And Gator's like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm done playing for today. And the game just ends that way. Like it's 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 more it's more emotional than I'm making it out to be, but it's just this beautiful moment of like realizing that the the play's going to end. When you're playing, like you're, it's going to come to an end. Both like physically, that play is going to end, but you're going to play for the last time. It's kind of like when I think about like my kids, like someone fucked me up and said, "Hey, you never know when the last time you're going to pick up your kid is." And it fucking wrecks you when you think about it. So I feel a little strong about leaving the island for now. Can someone explain Master Koga Returns, please? All right. So I happened to just come across this in a video, but Master Koga was a villain in the first game, Breath of the Wild. And he falls down a hole and you're thinking, oh, I'm never going to see that guy again. And then out of nowhere, he comes back, like surprise boss fight. Is it in a dungeon or is it just like randomly? I I think it's in a dungeon. And I was kind of like, I was that like really like, I thought that was really interesting that they like would do that for a Zelda game. I do like that Tears of the Kingdom has a lot of continuation from Breath of the Wild because a lot of people have been comparing before release, and I think still while after release, people were comparing Tears of the Kingdom to Majora's Mask because of the last time they really went for it on the same uh, on the same like system was then. And so, but but the thing about Majora's Mask is while they reused a lot of the same assets, it completely different characters, completely different world. Whereas this is like, ah, eh, no, we're st- we're everything you remember from Breath of the Wild, we're keeping. Some of the stuff, like this villager you talk to in Breath of the Wild is probably going to say something continuing on from that game into this one in Tears of the Kingdom. So I do I do like that, and I think that can stay for now. Uh, final boss in Hi-Fi Rush. So the final boss, you find out that the girl that's been helping you, who's Peppermint, who uh, lost her leg when she was a girl, you find out that the final boss is her brother, the CEO of the company, they're using this technology called Spectra to control people who are getting their augments. So for those who don't know, uh, Chai is the main character who gets a robotic arm so he can play the guitar. What, uh, what Kale wants to do is control people, and they use like this special code. And so what happens is he takes control of uh, Chai, and there's been a little cat on your back. I'm forgetting the cat's name. I think it might be 808. The cat... You play as the cat. You're basically fighting the final boss as a cat for a little bit. 
and then Chai beats up on the boss. It's a really good. It's a really good boss fight. Uh, the final song that plays during this, they have an original song for like if you're streaming, but if you're just playing on your own, they have "Perfect Drug" by Nine Inch Nails playing while you're fighting this guy, and it just oh, it's just so good. I, I I would recommend you guys look it up. I don't think this is gonna stick compared to some other stuff on here, but it's a. I mean, if I could sell you on it, I would. I don't I don't have it in me to sell you on Hi-Fi Rush's final boss today though. But I know what you have in you. A penis and tears of the kingdom. <laughs> so I'm gonna cut final boss and hi-fi rush. It's not the best boss fight. There are better ones. There's a wolf that you fight in a pit of money. That's really good. <laughs> I'm kinda mad I didn't put it on here. Uh, building a penis and tears of the kingdom. We've all seen it. We've all seen people build a penis. We've seen the videos. We've tried I tried building a penis and I just couldn't get it. I couldn't get it right. It didn't look just up. couldn't get it up. It didn't look like mine at all. <laughs> at all. Well, you have to have one for it to work, Nick. I'm so okay. did work. I'm okay with cutting this. The the I am too. I mean, let's let's be honest. It's, so it's a joke building a penis, but let's be honest. It's, the engineering in Tears of the Kingdom is phenomenal. Like, for being a sequel to Breath of the Wild and basically just changing what powers you had, so rather than being able to generate a bomb out of a book, the fact that you're able to create these monstrosities. I mean, have you guys seen some of the stuff people have built? Yeah, dude, yep. it's getting ridiculous. I've seen some of the vehicles people have built. Uh, They're someone... building sentries where they basically just like launch them into the air into enemy camps and bombard the shit out of all the goblins. Nintendo knew what they were doing. I think I saw someone built a computer. I'm yeah, pretty sure I, I saw that. Saw, I heard something or something. Someone built a fishing uh, boat where the front of it is uh, one of the lightning uh, staffs. Mm -hmm. And as they drive, they kill all the fish in the ocean. And then it's basically like a little scooper and it just scoops them all up. Oh, they have like a little. Oh, my God. I love yeah. that. <laughs> I was just like, God damn. People just, I mean, honestly, it's we're going to see tons of videos like that for a while. But yeah, it, I could say we can get rid of the building. It's a great game for engineers. We're cutting. We're cutting this penis. Bye, penis. Another another one in Tears of the Kingdom is the first dive. That so for those who don't know, Tears of the Kingdom, every all the world has been split up into all these different islands in the sky, and you come out of your you come out of your sleep like Link does as he always does, and you get some of your stuff, and then you dive down to like the tutorial island, and it's this big dive. You keep going, you keep going, you keep going, and then splash, you hit water. But you like while you're diving, while you're doing that dive, you see all the other islands around you, and it's just a really good, it's a really good set piece that really sets the stage. Yeah, I, it definitely it spoke to me when it happened. Like I thought, God damn, this is beautiful. I'm surprised nobody put anything about going to the depth of the, uh, depth for the first time here. Is, does that does that get on this list at all or is it kind of like yeah it's cool but i mean i think compared to the first dive it's not as good like if the, the first dive didn't happen it was going into the depths be like yeah that shit was fucking cool it was scary as shit because it's dark and not yeah, only it's... you have to avoid the um uh, uh i forget what they call the the blight in this one um already the whatever malevolence yeah, whatever. Whatever you call it. Yeah. We'll keep the first dive on here for now. 
uh, atone here. Uh, Heart of the Elder Tree has two. There's the final fight with Freya. So when yesterday when I spoke about this final fight, I said it was a demon. It's actually Freya who killed your father. Turns out she killed your father because your father killed her lover. So she went on a rampage and basically set the whole game in motion to get the stone that's around your neck that your father gave you so she can bring her lover back from, de from death. And it's basically sapped the tree in your home village, which is the elder tree, which I believe is the source of life. So that's why everything's gone to shit. You fight her at the tree with her lover's body in the background waiting to be revived. And it's just a really emotional fight. She wants to fucking kill you. And then death, the death of Yuri happens right after. So Yuri is your little chameleon friend. He's kind, if you remember Mulan, he's your, he's the stand-in for Mushu. He's your happy little companion who is there to be the the comedic relief. There are multiple ways that this can happen to him. The way it happened to me, I as I recall, is he dived in the way of something. Like, I, it was something that it looked like I could dive myself and be fine. No, this motherfucker jumps up, gets hit, dies, and just fades away in your hands. And it's fucking sad. The other way, I, I didn't get this way, but I saw it in a video, is that he takes the crystal from you that's supposed to bring the tree back to life, and he eats it. And then he disappears, and it brings the tree back to life. I didn't quite get that one. Maybe that's got some, maybe that's got some Norse myth behind it, but I was like, I don't quite get it i liked it better when you got hacked to pieces <laughs> and, and i think it loses this being on here loses a little luster because of the two different ways that it can go so i'm okay with cutting both of these yeah cut it slud village and blanc we talked about it with the music a little bit there, there's a point in the game where you're not really doing any puzzles. You just in this big village that's snowed in and you're sledding down the slopes to get to the next level. It's cute. It really brings out the cuteness in the game. And it's just a good level to turn your brain off and just fucking sled. And you know you're playing if you're playing with a partner, you just you're sledding back and forth trying to hit each other. It's just stupid fun co-op stuff that you you know, it kind of brought back the Whenever you were playing like a split screen game and let's say you were playing like Deathmatch or doing like race cars and Mario Kart and mm -hmm. you weren't actually playing the game, you were just fucking with each other. It's one of those it's one of those fun moments. Your silence is blinding. I mean I, I agree because I don't I think you showed us the video at one point and I do yeah. agree. It was really it's a really it's a very relaxing and it's definitely the aesthetic of it is very pleasing all the time. We'll keep it for now. Uh, are we doing? Are these icon battles the best moment? or Are we cutting this? Now we can cut. I mean, they're they're cool. The best moment's kind of pushing it. I mean, yeah, I'm just going. All right. Yeah, go and delete it. We'll say that maybe for the end of the year stuff. End of the year. Actual Street Fighter from Street Fighter Six. So this happens in the World Tour mode, which is the story mode. You use your creative character to run around the world, do missions. Kind of plays like a Yakuza game. You can approach just about anyone on the street. If they have a little level thing pop above their head, they are down to fight. It could be an old lady. could be a guy in a suit. could be a superhero standing on the roof or a thug on the street. You go up, hit the fight button, you embrace arms, and then you just start fighting. And some of those fights, they're not, like, difficult to where you're getting your ass beat, but they can be annoying. There's a fight. I forget whose style it is, but people throw wrenches at you. 
And it's just the most, just the most random thing. Jake, you put this on here. Did you have anything you wanted to say about this? No, I just like that because I mean, like Street Fighter. Who doesn't want to go up and run, you know, to a random person in the game and just start a street fight? I mean, who doesn't want to fight grandma? Right. Everybody wants to fight their grandmother at all times. The walkout in Street Fighter Six. We talked about this yesterday with the the song. It's that's a good moment. It really sets the mood. Like if you're sitting there with your buddy or just sitting there, by it gets you hyped up for the fight. I'm excited to see it in Evo. I think this is a big moment. I think it can definitely stay for now. I don't know, because, like, there's a lot of fighting games that do that. So I'm not who really considering who does the it, whole Jake? walkout being a... Dude, like, any wrestling video game. Tekken. The, Jake, this is this is hyped. Jake, have you have you played this? Have you played the... Have you played the... The walkout for Street Fighter Six yet? No. Have you watched a video for one yet? Dude, this, yes. I'm telling you. Like, they just... It, there's so much style coming out of this every time. And it ha- it c- pops up every time you go into a 1v1 fight. And I was still hyped every time. Every time it didn't matter. I was hyped up for it. Every time. Meh. I'm going to keep it for now. All right, children. Let's just move on to the next one for now. Slow-mo and Trapang 2. I really... So I knew going in, this was a fear, like this was a love letter to the fear series. I didn't realize it was straight up wanting to be fear because it has a slow-mo button in it. And I completely forgot that fear did slow-mo for a little bit. The first time I hit it and everything slowed down and I just kind of sprayed across the room with my submachine gun, which is nasty. The, the gore is everywhere. People are screaming. The thing I really, I don't remember how smart the AI was in fear, but in this game, if the enemy loses sight on you, they will still be looking at the, still like, let's say they see you in a hallway. You cut down, you cut through a room, go around and pop, pop up behind them. And they're still pointing at where you were at. You can gun them down. Like it's, it, it reminded me a lot of, remember Splinter Cell Conviction? When you were spotted, they would do the little outline of where you were last. Where they last saw you, yeah. Yeah. It would be like, it's like that, but without the outline. And just putting slow-mo on and just, walking into a room of bad guys i just played the end i just played the end of i want to say it's the first level and you get into a big room and there are six elevators and they're coming one at a time and you just kind of have to plan your attack there's no hiding you just got to be like all right when these six guys get off of this elevator i'm gonna throw this grenade run over to the other one and just start shotgunning people in slow motion as the grenade's blowing up on the other one a lot of fun i think it can go because i still have a lot more trepang to play and i'm sure it'll be brought up at the end of the year <laughs> Mr. Sun's hat box. I don't have a specific moment. This game is just one of those crazy games where the most random shit happens. So this is the randomly generated levels you go into. You may have a mission to like capture a bad guy or capture a weapon or hey, we need three hats like this or three guns like this. And you're doing that and the whole thing is to try and get the stolen package back for the store that you've commandeered. Like, you delivered it, you delivered this package, it got stolen, and the guy's like, oh, shit, that sucks, and the, your people are like, well, we're going to set up, we're going to set up a base in your basement, and we're going to basically become this group that goes out on mercenary missions to get your shit back, and we're going to go kill people to get your package back. And he's just yeah. like, uh, you don't have to do that, you could just send me another package. And like, no, we're getting this package back for you. 
Jesus. And so you go into <laughs> you go yeah, it's very very uh very dark for how funny of a game it is. But you go into a level, there are different hats that do different things. So I think what's the what's the one that you slip on? It's either a fish or a banana peel. Like if someone's wearing that hat and you step on it, you slip. So there was one time where someone was wearing one of those hats, I didn't realize it, stepped on him, slipped, slid into a mine, blew up half of the guys with me. I died. I had my second guy come in, went to kill that guy that I originally slipped on, knocked his hat off, killed him, slipped on his hat, slipped into another grenade or explosive, blew up and failed the level. And there's huh. o- it's always goofy shit like that happening. And the game is really good about continuously giving you new characters to play with, with new abilities and new things to try out. So you don't get mad. You're like, you're not like getting mad. Like, Oh, that's so fucking stupid. I lost my best guy. No, you're like, Oh God damn. Who, who's this guy I just got. And then delivering a hat. Every time you finish like a number of missions, you deliver a hat. That's not the original package to Mr. Sun. And he's like, Hey, this wasn't my package. And they're like, Oh, whatever. Here's this hat. And it's just like this crown that they stole from this castle or something. Stupidest fucking game. I can see by Josh's face. He's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I, I, I'm so confused, but at the same time, I'm so intrigued. I, I have a special spot with Mr. Sun's hat box and just how stupid it gets, but I'm okay with cutting it. Sounds yeah. like a plan. Yeah, let's do it. I think this moment in Dredge is a really strong moment. So there are... You start out in the center of the map, and there are like basically four directions you like four big packs of islands you can go to. And there's one that is I want to say it is the northwestern island. It's been a few it's been a few months since I played Dredge, but you basically you come to this cove where there's an abandoned research facility, and it just looks like you know this big open. You got some land around you, but if you come back at night, everything is glowing, and you realize that the glowing isn't like the wildlife. It is this creature living in the bottom of this pit. So you can see this creature during the day, but you don't real. it's so deep. You don't see it unless like you're really looking for it. But at night you see the glowing and it's just, it's just fucking, it's eerie, dude. It's fucking eerie. Cause you realize that that thing, that thing was there during the day when you think back on it and you're like, Oh fuck. And it fucks with you the entire time you're in that little cove. I forget the. I, I wish I knew the exact name of that area. I'd tell you. But if you type in like dredge, like dredge glow in the dark, enemy or something like that, it might give it to you. I can see Josh doing some googling over there. No, don't judge. Okay. Did it pop up? I. Uh, we can discuss it later. Okay. Well, what do you think? Josh I- is looking at. Josh is looking at dredge porn. Porn. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I think it can stay for now. Okay. Yeah, I told, told you it looked cool. Uh, this next one, Katana fights in Fortnite. So the Katana just got taken out of Fortnite a few weeks back. I want to say about a, almost a month now, actually. And cool thing about Katanas is you could use them to, like, kind of get around the area. But it was even cooler when you were getting into a fight with a Katana because you could still swipe in like that and it would do damage to a player. And so you would kind of be going back and forth. It just it felt like playing an encounter in Kill Bill. And it just makes me want a Kill Bill game. I'm totally okay with cutting Fortnite. I just wanted to bring up the Katana fights. Jake, did you do Katana fights? 
Not, I mean, like, I I used the katana more to, like, get out of places or travel. I really didn't use it to fight. Dude, it was so, like, in encounters where there was no escape, it was great. I have I have a clip I can show, show you after the show, Jake, but I'm okay with cutting it. I'm kind of mad they got rid of the katana because mobility in the game sucks now. But yeah, Fortnite katana fights can go. I mean, I think they replaced the mobility with the the mounts. Uh, his mounts aren't that fast though, especially compared to like hammer, hammer and katana. The fist bump in Marvel Snap. So there was a movement in Marvel Snap for a little bit where if you did the thumbs up Miss Marvel, you were considered toxic. But now it seems like every other person does the fist bump, which is I think it's like Thanos and the Hulk's fist like smashing together. But it's seen as like a it's seen as like a GG. So I thought it was just cool to see that turnaround. I give everybody fist pump. No matter what dirty thing they're, they've done to me, I'll fist pump everybody. Even if they throw me Miss Marvel. And you know what? A majority of the time, I'd say every eighth, eight out of ten, eight out of ten people are fist pumping back. I think that's pretty cool. Especially when, you, especially when you consider most uh, online folks are toxic. I like it. I'm okay with cutting it. But hey, good on you, Marvel Snap community. Keep the positivity going. Brad the Gargoyle from Have a Nice Death is the first boss. I put him on here because he's a total fucking Chad. He is lazy. He is sitting at his desk when you get there with his feet up, texting emojis to somebody. And he'll just, he'll drop like buzzwords on you. He'll be like, he'll do this every time. He'll be like, bro, what's go, bro, come on, bro. I'm paraphrasing. But, and then. He just flies around. He's got his shirt. He's a gargoyle wearing a fucking button-down shirt, but he's got, like, the top few buttons undone. It's the dumbest fucking thing, but it's a great first boss fight that really sets the mood for the rest of them. Actually, of all the boss fights, it's probably the most chill because the rest of them are kind of, like, fucked up. There's one... There's a guy who hung himself. And you're... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Jesus. Well, no. So, here. Hold on. Time out time the fuck out let me talk to you about have a nice death so there's a guy that hung himself but the boss isn't the guy at the bottom of the rope the guy is actually the rope and they put that into the they put that into the lore that he's tired of people assuming he's the guy at the bottom and he, he that he's not the rope and then there was another there is a um there is a oh what is it called there's a geisha uh, geisha geisha it's one of the last bosses that when you kill her her death animation is an atomic bomb dropping on her. This game has no fucking chill. But that said, I did watch a recent video of the boss fights just to re like, just to just get it back in my brain a little bit. And I think, first of all, I think they've added bosses. Second of all, I think they got rid of that death animation, which is the right call. <laughs> uh, I still think Brad is pretty cool. I think Brad can hang. For now, oh, jo- what? Literally, no, no. <laughs> Brad is not the rope, Jake. The, 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 I think, I think the the rope boss is called William Hung. Mm. Yes. Uh, uh, as as uh, as Mister Slave says in South Park, Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Josh, tell me about Bingo oh. and RE4 remake. Okay, so obviously with a remake, people want, you know, maybe certain things to change and they want certain things to stay. 
one of the biggest things I heard throughout the whole fucking community was one simple line in the original Resident Evil 4 when the when you survived the first village incident and uh, Leon goes where's everybody going bingo they brought it back they stayed loyal to the fans and they brought it back so wait the moment is that it's it, they didn't it's change literally the line. where's everybody going bingo i fucking it. i fucking hate you for that i think it stays <laughs> i don't care I don't what it stays goes but I... the fact that the fact that they did that is just fucking awesome like of all things to keep of all the things that people were like fucking they're gonna die on this hill this is the hill they decided to die on and they brought it back i love it I think it stays. I'm okay with cutting office antics and have a nice death. They do. They just rehash a lot of the jokes from the office show. Like seriously, there's a scene where one of your secretaries puts someone's stapler in jello. Oh, wow. So original. There are some good ones in there, but a lot of them just like, why, 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 why? All right. How many we got left here? We've got 10. One, two, three, four, five, nine. six, seven, eight, nine. Okay, I'm sorry. I just deleted number 10. So we got nine left. Let's go back down this list. Master Koga returns in Tears of the Kingdom, leaving the island in Little Gator Game. The first dive in Tears of the Kingdom. Sled, vi- Sled Village in Blanc. Actual street fighting in Street Fighter Six. The walkout in Street Fighter Six. The Cove Lights in Dredge. Brad the Gargoyle in Have a Nice Death and Bingo in Resident Evil 4 Remake. Um, I feel like Brad the Gargoyle is more like, uh, I don't know. He seemed like more, you're talking about just him being a boss fight. Like, does he do more than just a boss fight? It's just how much or... of a, it's how much of a chat he is. Like he's texting, he's doing all this shit, but I'm okay with cutting him because I imagine we'll have best boss at the end of the year and I'm going to put him on there. Gotcha. Okay. He'll lose there too. Shut the fuck up, Josh. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I, so I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna have to mention the walkout and having that be removed because I've heard if we're gonna and just and I'm just comparing it to the other portion of the actual street fighting. So only Street Fighter Six comparison. I've heard more about the actual street fighting than I have heard on the walkout. Like you are the only person at this at this moment, even on like Reddit or Twitter, that is that I've noticed mention the walkout. Dude, the yeah. walkout is so fucking good. No, I, and I'm it's not so denying good. that. I'm so not denying good. that. I'm just saying, there's, there's if, if there's anything that they've talked about the most, it has been the actual street fighting. And then as I can do the same thing in Tears of the Kingdom. The Master Koga returns, I didn't really hear much about it. This is, Jake's the only person to bring it up, uh, but I've seen so much people talk about the first dive. Rebuttal, rebuttal, can I talk? Rebuttal, rebuttal. I don't care what anyone else is saying, this is what we're saying, bros. Yeah, but we're trying yeah, but to. Yeah, we're also saying this. No, we're I mean, saying like I I don't care what the best moment is that everyone else is saying. If if that were the case, building penises would still be on this list because that's the so, most most talked about so thing here, across the board. I'll give you another rebuttal. Then raise your hand if you think the walkout should be removed. Look at that it had democracy. Its, it had its day in the sun with best song. I'm okay with that. I think you can cut the actual street fighting too because it's just. I mean. It's fine. It's not my favorite part of the game. I mean, one better. The Master uh, I mean, Koga can be removed let's, too. Let's be real. One you can do though. that in GTA. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. You can you can so I'm cool with actually I'm cool with technically between uh uh Saints Row and um oh God, what's the, the hacker game? Watchdogs. Yeah, Watchdogs uh Legion. You can play as someone's grandma. Can it, you know, yeah. Huh. Yeah. You play as you don't you know there's not like a main character. You played as like random ass people. So are we okay with cutting actual street fighting? Yes. Okay. I think we can cut Sled Village and Blanc. It's a cute moment. I don't think it holds water to some of these other ones, though. Boop. I think you can get rid of Bingo as well. You want to let go of Bingo, Josh? I'll let go. I didn't even want it to stay. I just wanted to mention it. And Bingo was gone. So we're down to four. Hey, we got down to four really quick here. Let me read through this list. We've got Master Koga Returns from Tears of the Kingdom, Leaving the Island in Little Gator Game, The First Dive in Tears of the Kingdom, and The the Cove Lights in Dredge. Dude, the Cove Lights. Josh, you saw the Cove Lights. No, no, I'm not, I'm not, that's not what I was making the face for. I was making the face for Leaving the Island. Dude, no, Leaving so the Island. I like, so I'm all in for how Nick described the moment because it's real, man. So Everything my, comes to an end. The, the, the Master Koga returns and leaving the aisle. Those are the two that I'm like, one of them has to go. Josh, when you looked that up on Dredge, it was like, was it a cove? Did they say it was a cove? Yeah, they said it was a cove. Okay. All right. I was scared. I was like, what is that called? <laughs> I, I've been lying the whole time. It's not a cove. No, I, 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 I so the first dive and the cove lights, I, I agree 100% are on the list. It's the top two. Master Koga returns and the leaving the island that I'm like, it, it, yes, is it going to be hard? Yes. We knew this was going to be hard doing it, but it's one of these has to go, guys. And if I had to pick one just based on at least argument that you guys brought up, I would say leaving the island has to go. Dude, it's a strong... It's Okay, hold on. Time out. If, so let's look at these four. What is the number one here? I personally think it's the first dive. I do yeah. too. All right. So we got that down. So then is number two the Cove Lights? No, I would say the Cove Lights is number three. So then really it's but yeah, it's still between these two. I my personal fit my personal go to is leaving the island. Is Mr. Koga a good boss fight at least, Jake? Honestly, I don't know. You know what? Let's since we already have first dive being number one, and I want Little Gator to have its moment. I think Master Koga goes because Little Gator, like, Little Gator's not going to be back for Goaty. Goaty sells its last opportunity to win anything. I let it let it have second right now. What do you this think? Is Jake? The moment. Yeah, we'll, we'll let the Gator live. <laughs> this is the. Oh, I'm not gonna. Nope, not making that joke. Nope. Not touching it. Nope, 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 nope. All right, so are we in agreement? We've got the first dive, Tears of the Kingdom in first, leaving the island at Little Gator Game at second, and the Cove Lights in Dredge. Yes. Yep. All right, hey, everyone. That's those. Are, hey, that's your best moment so far. The first dive in Tears of the Kingdom takes it with leaving the island and Little Gator Game coming in second, and then uh, back of the pack is the Cove Lights in Dredge. They're beautiful. Terrifying and beautiful. Guys, holy shit. 
it didn't take almost two hours to go through three categories like it did yesterday. Real quick recap. We had best box art with The Last Bell taking the top spot. We had Blanc taking number two, and we had Octopath Traveler 2 taking the third spot. We had best new devs slash they're new to me, damn it. We have Half Asleep with their game Melatonin taking first place, Ishtar Games in second place with The Last Spell, and Mega Wobble in third with Lil Gator Game. And then we did the best moment uh, with the first dive from Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom taking the cake on that one with Leaving the Island and Lil Gator Game coming in second and the Cove Lights and Dredge coming in at third. So that was a quick recap for everybody. Hey, everybody. We did it. We got through day two of Godiso. For day three, we've got three more categories coming for you. We've got biggest surprise, biggest sleeper, and biggest headache. That's right. Tomorrow's the biggest day. So, yeah, rest up, everybody. Hey, guys, thank you for joining us. We are almost halfway. This has been Smashing Game Time. We hope you all had a smashing great time. We'll see each and every one of you next time. <laughs>